Welcome to another edition of Igayutut. I'm Diane McGachran, and I'm with Esther Green, and together we're going to talk about something that's a little bit hard to describe, and we're just going to do our best to talk back and forth, and hopefully you'll hear something that makes sense to you or is helpful to you. So Esther, today, and we've talked about this a lot and we've been talking about it for the past couple of days, just the difficulty in describing that deeper part of all humans that's connected to everything around us, that has us connected to each other. Um, And do you want to, maybe we can start with just trying to describe that deeper part inside of us and the way that it's related to some of these things that we've been talking about. What do you think? Some others will say, God has given us this life. Yeah, some can say that. It's okay. Mm -hmm. But life, life is a gift wonderful gift for us and so many times uh, we don't know we're connected to earth universe everyone or everything see i think that is uh that is something that is very hard to completely absorb that we're part of everything and everything is also part of us. Mm -hmm. It's a back and forth relationship in a way. Yeah. And when I first came up here to Bethel, I liked going on hikes. I liked being outdoors, but I didn't understand it in a deeper way until I got here and began to learn from Yupik culture about Mm -hmm. the, um, the way we're all connected and the way we have a relationship And if you want to talk more about that relationship, especially when you think about the tundra and your life on the tundra, how does, how would you describe your relationship back and forth, the connection that you have? I would say I learned this from my elders, ancestors, Mm-hmm. And it gives me good feeling to go back to it and really see live trees, grass, dirt, sand, you know. Water, <laughs> river. Water, <laughs> clouds, sun, moon, stars. Oh my, yeah. Yeah. And how you feel connected to those things? Mm-hmm. When I think, when I first thought of that, I was thinking to myself, the way our ancestors talk about the wilderness makes me understand wilderness is alive. It got its own mind with the animals, fish, stars, moon, mountains, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes me understand that everything is unique (laughs) and I have to show my respect to it. Yeah. Because 
showing my respect to it. It means to obey the or follow my ancestors' sayings. Don't do this. Do it this way. Mm-hmm. When you blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, you had clear instructions on all the interactions you would have with tundra with fish there was a way to do everything right mm-hmm. is that what you mean yeah uh when you go out on the ice or in the soft soft tundra mm-hmm. i always carry something that when you fell through that whatever you carry will save you yeah that's right so you have to think of all these. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think of all the ways that your ancestors taught you about the safe way to go go about mm-hmm. when you're out on tundra, when you're in ocean. It also makes me think about how, you know, how they say the animals decide to give themselves to mm-hmm. you. So in a way, it, it it's like also the tundra or the animals, the fish, they also have rules yeah. about how they're going to interact with humans mm-hmm. and whether they're going to, how they decide which human will get them. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. So it's like a two-way street. Like you're learning what you're supposed to do, but then animals are also learning what they're supposed to decide, you know, in terms of who, how they'll be with humans like that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Um, we don't hear when the tundra talks. Uh, the trees and all the plants that are on earth, they talk to us. Mm-hmm. But we don't hear. And it's also like a medication. What's wonderful is when you go out, you can talk to them. Even they don't talk back to you. Yeah. At least they're giving you opportunity Mm. to clean out yourself out wherever you go hunting. And it's always so good to know the rules Mm. in life Mm. what's dangerous what way is dangerous what way is good right right so important that's why there has to be so much communication with with children about those things yeah 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 and i was wondering when you think about being out let's say the tundra and things are calm, your mind is calm. What is it like to think about or to experience that you're a part of the tundra and mm-hmm. it's a part of you? I mean, that that's really a very deep kind of understanding. Mm-hmm. It gives you good feeling and you want to learn more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, in your mind, 
you st- store those questions in your computer mind so that you could go a little deeper by asking anyone. Mm-hmm. And when you talk to trees or something, grass, they sometimes, depending on how the weather is, they could swing back and forth and answer you. (laughs) I like that. Someone once told me, if I have a lot of troubles on my mind, I can go walking out on the tundra, and if I'm around small willows or bushes, if I walk through it, those leaves and those branches, as they brush on me, Mm -hmm. they'll take some of it out of me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really beautiful to think about that kind of, um, the way the tundra could help you like that. Yes. Even the universe can can help you. Mm. The wind, we look at it, it can be our medication, the wind. Mm -hmm. Some things that fall snow or rain from above you. Look at it as they're cleaning you up. Yeah. And also when during death in the family or so many deaths around us, friends, relatives, so forth, when it starts raining in summertime, Universe is working on something like washing their tracks off the oh, uh-huh. off the trails, or in winter time when the snow falls, covers with beauty, mm. covers the tracks. Wow, that's really... That's how... Uh, that's beautiful. Elders talk about. Mm-hmm. Do you want to, uh, maybe in Yukton, you might find an easier way to describe it. Do you want to just talk a little bit about that kind of connection and relationship with the tundra and the river, sky, universe, with, um, in Yupik? Mm. Yeah. Um... You <laughs> No nam sukaisum kichikska Adhko died Malikhuluki Cham Arnashakum Ulchlakanaktukut Umum Sarah Tu 
Manna no naput laputlu. Kaisun atuska, was kaisun um yok chiluta, asislamk, ar changayuknata, dot newskluta. Okay, good. Now, my next question that I've been thinking about is what what are the ways that we make it harder on ourselves to be in touch with that deeper part of that life source inside of mm-hmm. us that's connected to everything? What blocks our way to to be able to experience that, do you think? For me, it worked like this. If I don't want anyone to know something about me mm-hmm. because of embarrassment or afraid or if I have it, if I have that and not knowing that I also have Awareness. The, yeah. Awareness plays a big, big role. Mm-hmm. And understand it. Mm-hmm. That's how it worked with me. You know, each person is different. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, um, for me, I think what makes it hard for me to always, or to have that understanding, is my own worries or my own thoughts that flood my brain and lead me away from my connection to Mm -hmm. all of that. My thinking, the worries... Worrying about things that haven't even happened, just worry about them, or, um, yeah, so I think that also makes it hard for me, like, to access things and access that deeper part of myself and to be able to get kind of the healing and the goodness of that relationship with the world around us and our connection to everything Sometimes when I'm really worried, well, as you might say out here, worried really hard about something, um, it blocks me from other things. It blocks me from other positive things because Mm -hmm. my brain is, my thoughts have taken over. (laughs) So I have to like step back from my thoughts a little bit so I can calm things down. Mm -hmm. But um, these... Wonderful ways 
can naturally start it, start to come and make you add extra um, strength or extra awareness. Oh, mm -hmm. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, those kind of things. They can automatically come. Mm -hmm. When I go out hiking, I usually, that's a time that it's easier to let go of worried thoughts because I'm out there and I can sometimes feel that connection and relationship and, you know, being able to tell the tundra the hard things you're going through, um, it can be really powerful. You I really like that. You can scream and holler, but the trees and everything around you is watching you. Yeah. Hmm? And just letting you be <laughs> however you have to then be. Then they take that and they put uh, lightness in your mind, Ooh. in your life. Oh, wow. And lead you to more gifts in life you have that you don't know. True, yeah. <laughs> That's the part that we sometimes cover over mm -hmm. and have a hard time getting to. I think probably people who um, have daily prayer that probably helps them mm -hmm. to get that feeling. Yeah. And other people, it might be spending a lot of time outdoors, interacting with the river and everything around us. There's probably a lot of pathways yep. to be in touch with that deeper part of ourselves. Mm -hmm. The other thing we talked about was how that part of ourselves is with us all the time, even when things seem really hard or you could be in Costco <laughs> Anchorage or out on the tundra that we carry that all the time mm -hmm. that connection to the universe and our relationship with everything yeah that leads us to carefulness with our own own self that is a really good point mm -hmm. yeah what do you mean by carefulness how are you thinking of it? Um, people can watch us through our reaction to something. Uh -huh. Is it is it a good, nice way to re react to something, uh -huh. or do we complain? Yeah. <laughs> um, people watch us. Mm-hmm. And we have to be very careful with that. Yes. With our awareness. Mm -hmm. How people see us. Mm -hmm. And they they know what kind of person we are. Well, and you also describe the tundra does that to you too. Yes, yes. And you were 
telling me the other day about how, um, what it, cause I asked you, well, what does it feel like when you go out on the tundra and you feel that connection and you were telling me what you thought? Mm-hmm. Um, what <laughs> Nuna Ganhluni, a spitlu, Spumalu Gutamana. Not of Knaklu, a spit. Nuna Nan Raisu Kala. Just Everything has ears. <laughs> Yes. Whatever we say, yeah. it can hear. Whatever we do, it can see. Yeah, that must... And when you... Um, we were talking about just what it felt like, like feeling the deep satisfaction with mm-hmm. this and having more respect for the land... Also, your gratitude to, mm-hmm. like, your ancestors mm-hmm. for teaching. It gives you deep feeling and more respect to the land. Thank ancestors or thank your awareness, thank your universe mm-hmm. for teaching me so I could know this gratitude again. Right. Yeah, that that's another kind of level of gratitude mm-hmm. which is really powerful. Um and you and I remember you talked about how the soul is hungry for information. Mhm. Yeah. The more you the more you learn about something the deeper your soul is hungry for. More. Yeah, yeah. And how do you feed it? How do you give it more? Hmm? When you, what is it, hung, it's hungry for more, like knowledge? Or? Knowledge. Yeah. And I want to learn more. I want to know more. Yeah. Yeah. For the better. Kind of gives you good energy. Yes. To keep, to keep bring, getting more mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah. 
Um, so, and then we were talking about how, um, even if things are going really hard, uh, your deeper self is undisturbed. That deeper part of you always stays yeah. uh, steady. Changam tapingamta nahun chatun pichatun nang tkangamta tumshikongamta umuwasunta kamna waitan kchicha spnuk huangukuk awangachi because it's planted in there already. Uh -huh that we didn't know for a long, long time. Uh -huh. Finally discovering and become aware of it, it will always be there. And it's good feeling that through our awareness, we can journey back to it. I know. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a good journey to go on. Um, Okay, so we've been just talking a little bit about kind of the deeper part of ourselves that we're born with, mm -hmm. that kind of a life force. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about that life force as something that's really in us, but also part of our relationship and connection to everything, mm -hmm. even each other. We're all connected. And so uh, that's a very powerful realization and something to, you know, think about. Yes. Always have it. <clears throat> just, think about, just think about everlasting battery. <laughs> <laughs> An everlasting battery. Okay. Well, that's the thing. Okay, Western description of the never-ending force of life that we have. <laughs> An everlasting battery, yes. Okay, so on that note, we're going to go ahead and close up. Okay. Um, yeah, thank you for talking with me about that. And thank you for listening, everyone. And mm. we will have another um, conversation to share with you next month. If they have. Questions. If you have any questions or suggestions on what you'd like to hear Esther and I talk about, you can call KYUK at 907-543-3131, or you can email radio at kyuk.org, and just put Diane and Esther in the subject line, and we will look that up and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to Igayutet, hosted by Diane McGachran and Esther Green, produced by KYUK.